Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, uh, we've got a lot of NFL action going on in the afternoon slate, but realistically, uh, we have the AFC East still up for grabs because the Bills are trying to give away this game to the Jets. Uh, you've got uh, the NFC West up for grabs because the Rams just pulled ahead of the Niners and the uh, Seahawks just pulled ahead of uh, the Cardinals. And so it's a, it's a complete mess. But realistically, I was doing this showdown episode for the Chargers and Raiders, except for the fact that Carson Wentz had the brain fart of brain fart games and the Colts lose to the Jaguars where the Jags literally oversold to stop the run and dared Carson Wentz to just throw one-on-one on the outside to beat him. And Carson Wentz could not, could not make passes today. And through multiple interceptions. So I'm bringing my dad on uh, because he he could not believe what was going on. Even though I warned him, the only person who could stop the Colts from winning the Super Bowl is Carson Wentz. And he didn't believe me, but I, I, I said it. It's like the Colts are the most dangerous Super Bowl contender because the only weakness that they have on that roster is Carson Wentz being Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz took him right down <laughs> into... Uh, elimination as the Colts are now going home and the Steelers are actually going to make the postseason with the worst playoff roster possibly in Steelers history. I cannot think of a worse Steelers roster than this Steelers team that's going into the postseason right now. I'm I'm, I'm telling you, it's like, it's like, it's like you think that maybe Tomlin is bribing everybody. I, I've never seen anything. I, I couldn't believe that the Colts lost that game. And it's not that they lost the game there. You know, some fluke happened. They just sleepwalked through the whole game. You could see it. They got beat both sides of the ball right from the, 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 the get-go. It's, it's, the, it's the worst performance I've ever seen. It was never in the game. It's, so, 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 so you're saying that the, the Colts were being coached by Joe Judge today? But that was that. That was the thing. The Jags oversold uh, in their game plan. They oversold to stop the run, and so that left one-on-one coverage on the outside. That should have meant a monster game for T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman. And Carson Wentz could not get the ball out. It it, it, it was one of those mind-boggling games because Carson Wentz was struggling to throw outside the hash marks, and when he tried to throw in between the numbers. When they were expecting it, Carson Wentz turned it over. He was bad. He was just flat out bad. Yeah, there, there's no yeah, get. 
There's no getting around what Carson Wentz did today. It was outright criminal what happened to the Colts today because uh, I, 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 if I'm going to rip on Baker Mayfield for killing the Browns' playoff chances, I got to do the exact same thing for Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz did the exact same thing because there were throws he made where you're saying to yourself, you can't make that throw. Like, why are you trying to force that throw? That's the throw they want you to make. And you're a veteran QB. You have to be able to, A, acknowledge, hey, this is a riskier throw. I could take it a cheaper check down here. No one's covering my guy out here in the flat. I'm going to take the yardage. We can we can move the chains. Instead, Carson Wentz is panicking as they're down in the game. Instead of just being a veteran saying, we got plenty of time. Let's work the field because, like I said, the Jags were overselling to stop the run, and there were opportunities underneath to just pick and uh, dink and dunk and pick apart and get back in that game as long as the defense held their own, which they kind of did until Carson just gave it away. Uh, you know, they were there. There was enough time, no more than enough time to get back into that game. Carson Wentz was just panicking. It, it, it was obvious he was panicking. Because it was time, it's not like the score was 35 to nothing. It's, 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 it's a manageable score. And, you know, it's not like we don't five touchdowns or whatever. They always was in striking distance. They just never made any headway. You know, you're watching it and you're like, they didn't even get a field goal. Even if they got field goals, they could have made that game close. They got nothing from, 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 from any of those things. And I think what happened with them is early in the game, they had a couple of four dogs, and the Jaguars was ready for Jonathan Taylor. Well, the, the, well this, this is what I was saying. The, yeah. col- the, Colts, the Colts got a l- And again... I don't have a problem with it necessarily because you're, the strength of your team is running behind your tackles. You didn't have all your you didn't have all your linemen healthy today, uh, but you know realistically, you think you could still beat the Jags one on one at the at the uh, point of attack on short yarded situations. So they tried doing it. The Jags, to their credit, they were beating them with the run blitzes. They were getting the, they were getting the penetration, and that kind of kept up throughout the game and. Eventually, the the, uh, the Colts were just getting very stubborn with it, saying that uh, they can get it done, and th- that's where that's where it kind of came down to. So, you know, the the joke about all this going on as I'm watching these games is, you know, the Bills know that they're struggling against the Jets, but because New England is struggling once again playing in Miami. I'm looking at this game, and the Bills are not panicking in this game. So they're just kind of taking it easy. What I felt happened to the Colts today is that knowing that they needed to take care of business and seeing how tight that Pittsburgh game was, they got even tighter. And this is what I kept talking about with Carson Wentz not being not being calm and just panicking. It's telling how bad Carson Wentz was that you could see he felt the pressure and just imploded. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 that's what I'm saying. For a close game, that you're so much better than the Jags, you should be able to pull it out. I, 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 you know, even midway through the second half, I 
that game because. Oh yeah, no, you you tell yourself there's so much time, it, it, it it's it's gonna happen. But Carson yeah. Wentz just kept. I I watch. I started watching him throw. I'm like, oh boy, he shook because he, you see the panic. You see him literally panicking. And because he's shaking his head, the body language, and like the, I mean, it was awful body language. Like you could tell he was, he was not feeling confident at all about what he was doing. Uh, you know, I, I, I was listening this morning when I was driving up to your house and, uh, you know, not one of the experts picked, you know, everybody's like, well, yeah, but they're playing the Jags. So, well, see, here's and this is the one. This is the one thing I, I'll say about that. I felt personally the Colts were going to win that game because the strength of that team with Justin Taylor and the Jags still being bad against uh, against the run, they were eventually going to wear them out and be able to run the ball. But my my whole thing was you can play for leverage and play the Colts passing attack. If the Jags oversold to stop the run, and that means you know, the, the, you know, it's the old Buddy Ryan, like you, 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 are run blitzing, and you're sending everybody, and that's what they did. So when you send everybody, there's gonna be passes over the top that you should be able to win one on one matchups, and he has the receivers to do it. It's just that Carson Wentz would not audible at like they, the the Colts were just not willing to accept that they needed to audible out a certain place. And when they did went to pass, Carson Wentz was just inaccurate more often than not. And when uh, and then when they got themselves caught up in passing situations, that was when he was at his worst with the decision-making, and he wouldn't take the, che- the, wouldn't take the checkdowns. So that's why they had plenty of chances to get back in that game, but every time they had a chance to get back in that game, they would just short-circuit the drive right off the bat. I mean. There's a reason why when that second half started, he threw two interceptions on the first three passes of the second half. And you're just saying to yourself, well, what are you doing, bud? It didn't make any sense. No, no. I mean, it's 26 points this goal. You you got beat by 26 points, and it wasn't even close. You know, a team scored 26 points and, 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 and won easily. It's not like they scored 30 or 40 points. You know, it's 26. And for a long while, it was 26 to 3. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, Uh-oh. The Niners are still trying try to hang on. So basically, in this scenario here, the Niners actually have to uh, have to win. Because if they don't win, the Saints are going to backdoor their way with a win here today uh, over the Falcons, they're going to get into the postseason, and this Saints team is terrible. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, this 49ers team isn't any good. The Saints aren't any good either. So, to me, it, it doesn't matter which one of these teams get, it gets in. They should be get. Uh, they should get knocked out. But I will say, I do trust. Uh, I do trust the 49ers more, just because the issue with the 49ers always goes back to Jimmy G making terrible decisions and Kyle Shanahan having to be smart enough not to let Jimmy G screw his team over with his play calling. Kyle Shanahan gets way too cute with his play calling and that's what happened. So the 49ers are trying to uh, get this uh, tying touchdown here 
And I think, honestly, with 35 seconds left, I think Shanahan's going to go for two if they get the touchdown here. But then again, knowing Jimmy G, he's probably going to throw a pick uh, to, to end this game uh, completely. Listen, what you don't like Joe Judge's uh, idea of competitive balance? Hey, 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 a QB sneak on second and third down inside your own 10 yard line is competing. Okay, you compete to the whistle, you compete to get make sure you have room for the punt team. Uh, Joe Judge. Literally saying that in the post-game press conference might have been the dumbest thing he could have done. I was trying to create room for the punt team because he couldn't live with the idea of having another safety after last week's game against the Bears. I'm sorry. Are you, you are thinking about last week's game as you're coaching this week's game? That's not what a head coach does. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm flabbergasted listening to this guy talk. Every time he talks, he digs himself a deeper hole. And not only that, your great, your great equalizer is to do a quarterback sneak so you can get room to punt. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 mind-boggling that that this guy actually has a oh the touchdown. 49ers, uh, so let's see. Let's see what they do. Do they kick the extra point or they, do they go for two? I, 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 um, I'm thinking Kyle Shanahan's going to go for two. I think, I think he's going to go for two. They're confusing the, the Rams, so I would. It's not a bad idea. Oh, he's oh, they, oh, they actually did try to kick. Uh, they're actually, they actually went to kick the extra point. Okay, that that actually surprised me. I actually thought that he was gonna because uh, Sh- Shanahan always loves uh, his l- uh, little two point uh, conversion plays uh, with the season on the line. Uh, oh, he 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 actually went to kick the extra point. What what, what do you know that he he didn't go with the analytics? I, I thought all these people who said. The, the the analytics is gonna be, <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there. Um, yeah. So, it, but yeah, the Joe Judge bragging about saving room for the punt team is about the least competitive thing I could even think about. Uh, yeah, but nobody's gonna think about that. So that's why we work. it's it's just so pathetic it's it's literally the most pathetic way to close out the season for the Giants because I watched that game and the amount of people who it's like I was waiting for someone to actually ask if I was interested in going to the game not a single person asked me if I'm like no one was going to this game that I knew today no one was going to the game the parking lot was empty it was it was barely full I don't blame anyone because it's a cold day here in New York. 
everyone's miserable, and then you're watching Joe Judge with this. I mean, <laughs> it was yeah, so uninspired. Nobody will expect it. You see, you don't appreciate the fine points of this thing. <laughs> Nobody would expect us to do that. Yes, yes. Uh, yep, yep, yep. No, 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 no one. <laughs> No one would have ever expected a team to try two QB sneaks, needing needing ten yards and and getting I two. I can't wait tomorrow morning to hear Ryan Clark. <laughs> I can't wait to hear Ryan Clark. I mean, <laughs> on those brilliant moves. Oh my God, it's it's ridiculous. It's just you know, topic already. It, it, it's. You know, I know Mara and them, they, 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 they're stubborn, but, you know, come on, guys. You can't do this to your fans. You can't do that. No, here's the reason why I think Joe Judd survives. They have to fire him, but you know why I think he's going to survive? I honestly think they're going to promote Abrams to the GM spot. Because here's the thing. What outside person is actively... You, you jump chomping at the bit to uh, uh, become the Giants GM when he can't fire any of the principal people in the front office right now that are part of the reason why this team has sucked for so long. All the quality people that Ernie Acorsi had in that organization, they all aged out and retired. You know why? Because Ernie Acorsi has been gone from the organization for over a decade. He, oh, yeah. He's been gone for 15 years. Yeah, of course he left um, in, in 07. Yes, he left. He, he left. So yeah. he's been gone 50. Everyone else that was quality, that was, or of course he had brought in, they all got old and retired. The only people left are the holdovers who couldn't get any work elsewhere and are close with the uh, Mara family. Yeah, because, you know, when 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 um when that that jackass took over um and and he won a Super Bowl with well 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 uh, listen Jerry Reese Jerry Reese got yeah. the Jerry Reese uh basically what we now kind of understand is Jerry Reese got the job because he was okay with saying yes to some of the stuff that the Maris wanted to do anyway and. After 11, what you kind of saw was the deterioration because Jerry Reese would be able to pick some players, but free agency and a lot of this stuff is being driven by Chris Mara. And John Mara's involved with the, uh, uh, it, it, John Mara's also involved with, uh, the player selection. Uh, the, the Mara's are very much involved. So Jerry Reese ended up kind of being the spokesperson, took the heat and the blame for it. And then eventually got himself fired because of the Eli debacle. But if it wasn't for the Eli debacle, Jerry Reese probably would have stayed on as GM for a few more years as the team uh, disintegrated further. But I, I, but the one thing I'll say, though, is Gettleman basically was so much even worse than Jerry Reese at his job that it exposed how much meddling did Maris actually do with this franchise. Yeah, I know. You know, what might end up happening, and I don't know if it's going to happen now, because, you know, in in, 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 in 82, what 
what the NFL did, you know, people think that the Maya, the, 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 the Maras actually hired George Young. No, the NFL made him hire him. The league made them hire him because they realized these guys don't see what they're doing. Yeah, no, the, 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 the Giants were so bad. Like, people don't forget... Like, people complain about Eli not realizing Eli was the best time period for the Giants in 35 years. Like, outside of outside of uh, uh, the runs in 86 and 91, realistically, Eli was the best run the Giants have had in 35 years. Oh, oh yeah, because um, it seems God's good to the end. He wasn't good to start with. Uh... Hofstadler was a backup, even though we won a Super Bowl. He played in Super Bowl and we won it. But he was a backup because the next year when they tried to make him a starter, he, he wasn't a starter. He was, he was a backup. You know, some guy's a backup. And outside of that, we had bad guys. They wrong. I mean, these guys, you know, we didn't have good guys. You know, so that that run with Eli, between the fact that he never got injured, and you know, and he had nerves of steel when it when it came to crunch time, yeah. You know, and and like I said, if people weren't so stupid when they just started that, you know, everything is Eli fault. We lose them because of Eli, and not realizing he doesn't have anybody in front of him. You know, and we should have started rebuilding that line. Instead of reaching for a quarterback, we should have been building that line. You know, but hey, what can I tell you? You know, you know, you know, Tampa gave him a game when Daniel Jones came, and everybody went crazy with that. You know, so Danny Dimes. <laughs> yeah, Danny Dimes. He really dropped the dime on us. <laughs> you know, and not only that, this guy can't play. You know, he can't stay healthy. So what's the point? I mean, he gets—he has never played a season. You know, between him and Trey and Bartley, if you piece them together, you might get two seasons out of them. They can't stay healthy. You know, and come back is starting to worry me because I remember Blair Thomas and um, uh, 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 where's the other one? Where's that other running back? Uh, not Nilakina. Um, oh my God, I, I I forgot his name from Penn State. At least Penn State war- running backs kind of worry. <laughs> wow, Rashad Penny just destroyed. Woo! Wow, what a run! Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you go because we we gotta get we gotta get going, Callie. Um, yeah. uh, I, I gotta co- I gotta cover uh, this Sunday night game. So, uh, you can watch Sunday night football tonight uh, because I'm pretty sure Roger Goodell has told both the Raiders and Chargers they can't kneel their way into the playoffs. So, so, so you can so you can watch the game tonight. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk. All right. Take care. Okay.
right. So, folks, uh, basically, the playoff scenario for Sunday Night Football is this, it, because of the incredible implosion of uh, the the Indianapolis Colts, we actually have a real playoff scenario here where we we can we can actually say definitively that um <laughs> uh both these teams can make uh, the playoffs with a tie uh by just running out the clock i'm sure the nfl has instructed both teams not to do that so we're going to treat this as a real game despite the fact that literally both of these teams can assure themselves a playoff berth by just running out the clock. So uh, we're going to treat this as a real playoff game and winner, winner gets in the other uh, loser goes home. So we're go- We're going to play Justin Herbert captain. We're going to go with Justin Herbert's weapons, treat it like a real game. So Justin Herbert, I'm going to play Herbert and the captain. The Chargers have enough weapons between Keenan Allen, Eckler. You got cheap punts uh, like uh, uh, like a Steven Anderson, Josh Palmer. All of these pieces are so cheap, you can make it all work in terms of pricing, in my opinion. Now, on the Raiders' side, we know they were going to want to try to run the ball. Personally... I think this is a case where you got Darren Waller back. It just means that Waller, you know, in an elimination game, it, this just comes back to being, uh, you know, do you play Waller or do you want to play Renfro? I don't really trust either guy. So I'm going to prioritize the Chargers pieces and then, you know, fit in uh, like a cheap Raiders piece like uh, Peyton Barber. Because I honestly think that uh, the Chargers just come out and try to put on uh, the points early. And, you know, it's it's a case that, uh, you know, the Raiders try to play catch up and then you get some uh, you, you get you get some uh, garbage time points with uh, Carr just chucking it. And that's how the Raiders score. So I don't necessarily say it's. Uh, it's a it's a complete annihilation by the Chargers because frankly I've said this many times that the Chargers are one of the worst coach teams in the league. I truly believe that. So it's possible the Raiders keep this game honest and close. I just want to play the Chargers pieces because I know Justin Herbert can shred this Raiders secondary. So personally, I think you go with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. You got Deshaun Jackson, who's very cheap at fourteen hundred. The Chargers secondary gives up big plays all the time, so Derek Carr is going to be chucking. And I can't give out full lineups, but realistically, that should point you in the right direction. I think there are points to be scored in this game, even though both these teams literally could just kneel their way (laughs) into the playoffs. It's not going to happen. That that's. Way too logical. So I'm getting out of here. It's been crazy. The Niners just somehow got into the playoffs thanks to Matt Stafford having yet another brain-dead interception. It just kind of sums up this NFL season. What an absolute mess. Uh, good luck to everyone tonight. Who knows what we're going to get. I 
I I expect chaos because that was what today was in a nutshell. Have a good one, folks. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.